The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Welcome to the second in this series of three special free podcasts with The Guardian Unlimited. With me, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant. Hello. And Carl Pilkington. All right. These are a special thank you to all the fans that bought the last few uh, podcasts we've done. Still available on iTunes. <laughs> you can't miss it. It's at number one in the charts. Carl, it's Thanksgiving. I don't know what that means. I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly in agreement with you, actually. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, no, but it was, uh, you know, the arbitrary dates are easy to remember for some people. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Easy to remember. I don't think Thanksgiving is. Well, it is in America, and... Yeah, yeah but I have never, I couldn't tell you, I mean, I've, I've been around for 30-odd years. I've never celebrated one of them. I've never done anything about it. No one has. I don't know any relation who has ever said, are you popping around for Thanksgiving? <laughs> when is it? I've never done it. Because it's not celebrated in this so country. why are we celebrating it? <laughs> We're not celebrating it. It's an arbitrary date to do a podcast. I just don't know what it's about. I mean, before you celebrate something... You don't celebrate Halloween, know. do you? But we did that. No, but it annoys me how people don't actually know what the occasion is. But they celebrate it. Kids don't know what Christmas is about these days. It's just like, oh, I'll get some toys. That's yeah, what I mean. So Thanksgiving, it's just another one, isn't it? It's another event. Okay, why do you celebrate Christmas then? Because uh, everyone else does. You can't get Brilliant. away from it. I'd quite happily block it out. If I did a new diary, I'd leave out that date and go, come on, let's let's get on, let's do something good. Well, you, well, you go on holiday every two weeks. What's that to celebrate? No, I'm just but saying. But people need a little break, don't they? they you know, it's a great he doesn't. Christmas is a great time. Even yeah, if but, you but, take but away the problem the is, what I don't like about it is everyone's off at the same time, so everything stops. See, what I'd do is, I'd say to people, do you like Christmas? Yeah. Right, when do you want to celebrate this year? And let them do it whenever they want. Well, that's ridiculous. Why? As long as you're remembering baby Jesus, does it matter when you're remembering him? But I, 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 I'm an atheist and I celebrate Christmas because it's a time of year where everyone is off and everyone gets together. Yeah, I know. I don't care what they call it. The fact that we're all doing it at the same time is what's nice about no, it. There's a not. sense of community. No. National community. Everyone shuts down by about December 15th or whatever. And then it doesn't get going again till like January the 6th. But what is it you're missing out on during this period? Just it's like two weeks there. That's I mean, that bit between Christmas and New Year, you might as well delete that out of the calendar. Yeah, because heaven forbid you can't put down the library because it's closed. Or <laughs> 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 all that reading you've got to catch up on. I'm just saying that we're wasting time. What, I've what never are you seen, doing that? <laughs> I've never seen anyone on this planet waste as much time as you. If say... you're not on holiday, you're following an insect around the fucking park. <laughs> so don't give me that shit. I'm just saying that. Uh, I don't like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Never a true well, word there said! there we are, we've got to the nub oh, of it here. You don't like have. fun. This is true, you don't like no, anything. Christ almighty! You oh. do not like fun. No, organised, <laughs> organised fun. I ate that thing, I've said it a bit before about, you know, it's that date, that's what you've got to do. <laughs> Will there come a time when someone goes, we've done, it, we've done enough of this? Will there come a time, and for Thanksgiving? Possibly. Oh, yeah, possibly, yeah. Things things change, don't they? And you'll be happy then, will you? Uh, In 5,000 years' time, when we all worship Glong. Yeah. We, uh, just make a change. That's that's all I want. Because, you know, I've been keeping a diary. Yeah. Uh, what did you have in the calf yesterday, for example? We can read about that later. It's just, like Ricky said, oh, are you going you gonna to do, you know, another one next year? And I wouldn't, because it's, you know, you do the same stuff every year, don't you? It's set up the same way. January, <laughs> February, it's the same thing, it's the same routine. Yeah. And, and if you're writing in Why a Why are book, they always doing them in the same order, those uh, months? It sickens me, Rick. Oh. I tell you. 
<laughs> you see, it's just easy to put stuff off once we've got this calendar, whereas if you didn't have a date, you'd have to do everything straight away. What? Say if I was in charge. Oh, mm. God, heaven forbid, yeah. And yeah. someone said, that building needs knocking down. Yeah. It's dangerous. If we didn't have a calendar, you go, mm, let's do it now then. Whereas, because we've got a calendar, it's easy to say, next Wednesday. <laughs> I love him! His theories oh. are amazing! I mean, I don't know, maybe he is a real visionary thinker. Maybe he is free- you know what I, th- what I like about him though? All his- all his thoughts, they're about- they're about freedom of expression in a strange way. He's not burdened by anything. He just goes, well why do we think like that? But he who- questions everything. Like a true visionary scientist. But who gets a diary come Christmas time, which I know you hate, you yeah. know, for the next year and thinks, you f- wow, what a piece of oh, shit. Now I've got to I'm put just some gonna do ne- stuff when I want to do it. I'm gonna take out next Wednesday. <laughs> There's no such thing no. as next Wednesday. No, but what I'm saying is, before the year's even started, I know in that new diary I can whiz forward to December 25th and I go, another Christmas. I don't know what you mean. So everything's set in stone before I've even started the new year. It's like, oh, Pancake Tuesday, that's coming up. <laughs> so someone's already decided. Tuesday. Someone's already <laughs> decided. Someone's already telling me what I'm doing on half of the year. <laughs> But, oh, but all nice. those pages oh, are blank, yeah. Carl, for you to fill up with stuff. Oh, guess what? Guess where my birthday is again? 23rd <laughs> of September. I'm just saying, move them about a bit, move the days about a bit so it doesn't get predictable. But when we when we change Pancake Tuesday to uh, Thursday, Thursday, do we tell anyone else? Um, yeah, they do an advert on the telly, just saying don't forget to buy your pancake mix. Uh, but so why? Carl, why not just stick with what we've already got? Because if you know Actually, it's fine, everyone I anyway. Actually, I wouldn't put a date on that pancake day anyway. Just have them when you want. <laughs> have it when you want. There's no big deal. You've got to make them yourself. It's not like some place is opening to do it. Have them when you want. I don't know why that's got a special day on it. Sick of it. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving is based on uh, new settlers to a new land surviving. Yeah. And, uh, I was talking to Carl in the week, we were talking about new settlers and everything, and I was thinking, imagine if you, uh, had to, um, start a new settlement now, okay? There's something wrong with the world, okay? The world was kaput, mm-hmm. okay? And we found another planet. So, Carl, if you had to go to a new planet, don't worry about starting life again. They've got sort of like these breeder clones that adore that, but you can choose six people from this world to take to start this whole new world, okay? So you need, you know, as I say, you don't need to So what's about, happening here? Is this, is this... It's going to be wiped out, okay? It's going to be wiped out, but there's enough on this spaceship for you and five other people, okay? And they've got them there, they've got these, they've got these sort of breeder clones there, so it's going to be populated. You're going to have the workers, the drones, everything like that, but you want to take six, I suppose, sort of, um, uh, world lords to teach to lay down the politics the 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 teachings the laws the government I'd hate okay this. I'd hate it. um and how long have i got to make a decision on it uh to the end of this podcast right go who do you take who's the first person you take and why uh and where where are we going with mars Okay, so a, a planet where there's a, a, a an atmosphere. I've got to know where I'm going because I've got uh, to sell it to the people who I'm asking. There's no point when okay, I go. Are you coming with me? Where are you going? I don't know. It's just like this world. There's there's oxygen. There's seas. There's rivers. There's forests. There's animals. Okay, but we're going to populate it with uh, the human race 
and you can choose six people to lord over this new uh, kingdom. You want the best people for the job. Yeah. So, who, who's the first person? Probably, um... Patrick Moore. Why? <laughs> why? Why would you take Patrick Moore? Just because he, he knows knows his way about up there, don't he? He'll know the way. So just just have him. I think that will whoever I pick next, if they see that he's going, they'll go right. You know, it's going to be a long Moore's journey. As it is. You don't want someone who's going to be going. Is it left here? Is it right? Or, or, do you know what I mean? And he could play the xylophone on the journey. But but is a, Carl uh, is more the most useful person to have if you've only got six because he may be very useful getting to the planet. No, but, but I've once always you wanted got there, to meet him as well. I've always wanted a chat, and that'd be a good chance, wouldn't it? When I'm in a rocket, how long is it taking to get to Mars? I don't know, a, a year. That's what I mean. No, it's so, not Mars; it's somewhere else. Okay, so it's a year to get there, and then yeah, well, that's what I mean. So it's a good chance to have a chat with him uh, okay. about stuff. Um, so Matt and Moore. I think he'd be up for it as well, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think I think you know. Well, his, why do you why do you think that? Just because he spent his whole life talking about what's going on up there, isn't it? And yet he's never been, and I feel sorry for him. You know, most people, when, they, when they're when they into something, they get to go to a place, don't they? Sure. Uh, people who uh, don't know who Patrick Moore is, he's um, an 80-year-old uh, <laughs> astronomer. Yeah, that's what I mean, so let him have, a, have a, a bit of a good life. So Moore's on board? Yeah, Patrick Moore, he's he's on. Right, out five others. Four others now. Uh, Jamie Oliver? <laughs> why Why would you take Jamie Oliver? <laughs> just food and that. You just thought you need someone... Because they say that, like, you uh, you know, you can feel down if you don't eat. Um, he couldn't convince eight-year-olds to eat a carrot. What's he going to do in this brave new world? They're all going to be on turkey twizzlers. I think he's he's got the right attitude. He wouldn't be faffing about. Remember, <laughs> we've we've landed now on this new world. Yeah. I don't know what it's like. The people who Listen, made I love go. Jamie Oliver. I think he's great. Yeah. But he wouldn't be in my five people to start a new world. That's all I'm saying. Nor would Patrick Moore, because well, he knew the way. Well, what chef would you pick? I wouldn't <laughs> pick a chef. Why would I pick a chef? Because you want someone who's going to... Like I say, food's important. When you're low, there's nothing better. If you're a bit fed up, there's nothing better than having a good... But, Carl, I don't think you've quite grasped that these people have to start civilization again. They have to yeah. be wise, wise people who can make the laws. Yeah. And before you do all that, you need a good meal. So, Jamie Oliver, he'll be, that's his job. It's like, when we get there, that's when he kicks in. Right. right He's okay. the first one, really, Can I suggest gets going. Just to save two places on Patrick Moore and Jamie Oliver, take a map and a cookbook. <laughs> okay, who's number three? What sort of state is this world in? Does it need... Oh, this is going to take a fucking gardener. It's, yeah. it's like the, it's... It's the world, but new. It's the it's that exactly. It's the world, but new, untouched by humans. There's there've been no fossil fuels burnt, no machinery, no wars, just this Garden of Eden. And you, Patrick Moore, and Jamie <laughs> Oliver pitch up. Plus, who else? Carl, go now. First thought. Attenborough. <laughs> Again, he's a genius, and he's a, you know he's a, he's a bit of a hero of mine. But I don't know if we need Attenborough, just because I reckon if it's a new world, you're saying it's the same. But they always say, don't they, that all worlds are different. So I'd want him there, just to sort of when we're roaming around, because we'll all stick together for a bit, won't we? Mm. Uh, yeah. When we're roaming around, then they'll be sick of the sight of you. Uh, they go, let's lose Carl. But you've got two men. 
so far who've got a combined age of about 150. <laughs> I mean, if you're starting a brave new world, dare I say it, not going to be around very long. Shouldn't you be taking some younger, fresher blood? No, not really, because they haven't lived, have they? These have lived, and they'll they, they can so and they're useful. Like I say, Patrick Moore's done his bit; he's got us there. Uh, Oliver has cooked us a dinner. Day two, I reckon we'd end that on day one. There, we'd have a dinner. We'd all have a chat. I don't think you're thinking of the future. I it's think a you're thinking. Trip, it's I point. think you're thinking of the journey and then the first night. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So, so you've got David Attenborough, yeah. you've got Patrick Moore, you've got Jamie, you've got two other places. I get the feeling that you're not so much recruiting people for a new world as I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> As a dinner party with <laughs> yeah. people you'd like to meet that you've seen on the telly. <laughs> oh. Come uh, on in two more. I'd text someone who's a bit daft. Just so No, you don't need to, Carl. That's covered, believe us. Yeah, no, believe no, that's what I mean though. I don't want them having a go at me going, Why are you here? I'd put point the attention somewhere else to text someone else who'd sort of wind them up. So Who's I'm, that then? Paul Denan or someone like that. <laughs> it really is. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> so you've got you've got Patrick Moore, you've got David Attenborough, you've got Jamie Oliver and Paul Denan. <laughs> and starting, world. starting life again. <laughs> okay then, brilliant. Oh god. Right, one more. This is an amazing. This is a, it's going to be. I'd love to go back and visit this in a thousand years. What teachings they laid down. Oh God! Don't know. It have to be uh, a woman. I think you got to have a woman in that little group, haven't you? Is could have another another woman chef or? It's mainly eating. He's got that covered with Oliver, but no, I no, he's got to take Nigella in case he's in a <laughs> cream cake kind of mood. Oh God! Oh God! Delia Smith was furious. She packed her bags <laughs> and everything. Or a nurse. Now you're thinking, Abby Titmus. Carl, I know you like to be kept abreast of all the latest breaking science news. Did you read recently about the blind mice that they have been able to make see again? And, um, hopefully they're, they're, whatever they did, which allowed these mice to be able to see again, they're hoping to be able to do with humans in maybe about ten years' time. Or at least begin tests in ten years' time, which is pretty impressive, isn't it? How many, uh, how many, um, are these, uh, mice do they experiment on? <laughs> Three, probably. Right. They were, hmm. It wasn't taking place in a farmhouse, was it, at all, with I didn't read the intricacies of the Did they story. have tails? Did they still have their tails? The three blind mice? Because I, yeah. They're... I don't know, again, well, I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, what's your concern? Well, though? I think I know what happened there. Really? Yeah, I think the farmer's wife probably, uh, got annoyed right. at them running well, after why? her. Right. Uh. But how could they run after her, because they're blind? I don't know, I think they used a sense of smell and hearing, they could hear her... Uh, clogs, <laughs> and they followed the sound of the big fat clogs. <laughs> right, but uh, you know they got their comeuppance. They lost their tails, so now they're blind with no tails. Is uh, that I, not the story? I don't. I think you confused. Um, okay, another more recent story. Okay, with with that one. Okay, yeah. well we we'll leave that then. I don't know. Carl, thoughts though. That extraordinary, isn't it? To be able to, I mean, to be able to cure blindness would it, be a it, remarkable it, achievement in science. It is, but it's just that thing how they say they've done it on mice and what have you. Yeah. If I was blind and I went in for the meeting with mm. the doctor, yeah, and they said, "Do you want yours doing?" And then they said, "Like, mm. 
done it on mice, that wouldn't be good enough for me. I'd say, look, when the blind fella gets in, don't say we've done it on mice. Just say we've done this on eyes. Because <laughs> if he goes, what eyes? Just say, just a pair of eyes. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you say mouse's eyes, it's like, well, it's, it's not the same. And it no. sort of, it would make me go, I'll leave it. Yeah. And then you, you, you wake up and you can see, but you've got very tiny eyes right in the... Right there. You've put in mice eyes! <laughs> I'm scared of cats! It's just eyes. I think I just don't like having my eyes messed with, and even if it was blind... I just I wouldn't like it. Right. Uh, I think mine are more active than most. My eyes. What do you mean? <laughs> um. Well, I went for a what's her name, Steve. You don't know. I, I've I've had uh, problems with my legs. Oh. <sighs> Christ almighty. He's the same, what are you, 33? He's a hypochondriac. And you talk like you're a 70 year old Honestly, man. the slightest thing, he's got time off work for this. He went to the dentist three times in one week. He goes, now his legs rubbed two times a week for no, some I reason. Don't, I don't. In and out of the kidney hospital, and they're going, there's no kidney stone, Mr. Pilkton. He's going, oh, right. Christ no. almighty, do some fucking work. No, the thing is, I've been, in the last, like, 30 odd years, I've been working hard, and I've let my body get run down a bit. How have you, like, you're 30, what are you? 30, 33. Right, uh, 33, sorry to start off with such a hard question. But <laughs> how have you been working for 30 years? Well, I just have, I sort of, uh, I got on with it. At three? <laughs> at three? No, I'm Well, you didn't saying. get on with anything at school, did you? Because you were just pitching <laughs> about. Yeah. You weren't working yeah. out there. What was the first job you got? How old were you? Uh, I was 15. Right, okay, so you've been working for 15 years then, okay, good, Yeah, but right. I had my paper round when I was 10, didn't I? And that was, that was hard graft. That's why I'm bald and that, getting up at half four. <laughs> it all adds up, doesn't it? All adds up. So anyway, uh, mm. when I kicked my height when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he always says this, A, like it's a classic story that everyone should know. Everyone and also right. the phrase, kicking my own height. Yeah. No, Explain so. what you mean. Just kick me out when I was when I was kick a kid. Your, no one understands. You Carl. kicked your leg up to I the height that you were at that time. Yeah, yeah. So I kicked you were, my height. It's not a well-known phrase. You can't just go. I kick me out. So you were. So you were four and a half foot, and you've put your toe up into the air four and a half feet by kicking. Yeah, but I, I landed on my back. Right. Okay. I, I Imagine back. seeing that in the playground. They go <laughs> get Carl Pilkington to kick his eye. I bet he falls over like a fucking penguin. He wasn't penguin. in the playground. My dad got me to do it in the garden. Brilliant. But so why? Why did he you fall over? Tickets. The neighbours were cracking <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Why did you fall over? Did, did, your, did you hit I yourself in the I head? I didn't have kicked the height. I mean, my leg got high up, but I was that chuffed that I got that high, I didn't think of putting my leg down again. <laughs> what did it look like? What the fuck did that look like? <laughs> he's got to think it all through. I thought it was automatic. <laughs> no, like, you, you, it stayed there. You, you sort of stay oh, balanced. Christ But you almighty. didn't think, well, I'm loving this. This is brilliant, but I, what should I do now? I, <laughs> I got my leg up. I'll just keep yeah. it up. Whoa! It looked like a Hitler salute with his <laughs> leg. What? what were you doing? So anyway, I landed on my back, yeah. and uh, and I did some damage, I think. Yeah, and it's because definitely. of that. You sure you didn't land on your head? And it's because of that, like, all like, all them years and what have you, yeah. I've had like a trapped nerve in my leg. Right. So I thought, right, now's the time to have it done, because when you get older, I mean, it was the kidney stone thing, once you've seen, once you've sort of looked at, you know, death and what have you, mm. uh, it just makes you think... Got to start looking after your body. Do you think body. you could die of the, the uh, slightly bad leg that you've had for 15 years? <laughs> well, you just... Do you think that'll eventually kill you? <laughs> well, well, it could do if I can't run away from danger quick enough. Right. Again, you're thinking <laughs> of Jurassic Park coming true. Well, whatever though. I'm just saying, you've yeah. got to look after yourself. You yeah. know, if there's anyone listening you could always there, hop. Who's, who's got a problem, get it sorted. I'll tell you what though, if you have to fight off danger and you kick them... 
put the leg back down immediately <laughs> after. So anyway, so I went to see this fella to uh, like a professional uh, leg rubber. A um, professional leg rubber. Yeah. And he's uh, he, he sort of said uh, a few things that were quite interesting. Mm. Remember that time when we had a chat on the last lot of like podcasts? I said, "Am I in charge of my brain?" Or is my brain in charge of me? Yeah, do you remember what I said? That's the most stupid thing you've ever said. Yeah, well, well, listen to this then. So go I go and see this leg rubber. Professional yeah. leg rubber, yeah. Right, and he is professional. Yeah. Right. Remember, so leg rubber. You haven't said doctor at any <laughs> yeah. point in this conversation. He's a leg rubber. So, so this, this, whatever, however profound this is, it came from a man who is self-confessed professionally leg rubbing. Not just leg. Does he, he do back, left and right? Or? Back, back rubbing as well. He does it all. Right. 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 So I'm in there. Rubber. And I didn't mention about how I thought my brain was, you know, was in charge of me and stuff. Uh, I'm lying there, he's bending me about and what have you. Mm. The first problem he came across is that my nerves aren't long enough for right. my body. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my nerves aren't long enough for your body. He yeah. was lifting my legs up and I was going, right, don't, whoa, stop that a minute, that's certain that. He's like, what do you mean? He said, I've only got them like, like just about. Well, that's your tendons. No, no, but your nerves are in your legs as well. And your tendons don't hurt, it's your nerves that kick in. It's your nerves that make you well, go Yeah, but they it. hurt because your tendons are being overstretched. Well, I'm just telling you what he said. Right? So so he lifted the leg up and I went, right, well, stop Was this doing above that. a laundrette, this surgery? <laughs> no, it's a proper place. He had, like, towels and all that on the... Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he's got towels. Oh, there. okay, yeah. yeah. So, um... Definitely a laundrette. So, so I'm lying there. <laughs> Other people's towels. <laughs> he's got uh, towels, underpants, yeah, bras. Halfway through, he said, you haven't got 20p, have you, for the dryer? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I'm lying there and he lifts the leg up yeah. and I'm like, oh, that hurts a lot. Mm. So he said, oh yeah, short nerves. And I said, what do you mean? He said, you, you know, your, your outside of the body is longer than your inside. Right, he doesn't <laughs> sound like a doctor. He does not sound like the a doctor. The outside of your body's yeah. longer than the inside. <laughs> so he, he, he had me lying on my front and what have you and he was sort of crushing me back. Right. And he was going, does that hurt? I said, yeah. It was like 48 quid, this as well. Mm. Put me through all this pain and what have you. Well, you got some good advice, though. He said, you're pretty stressed. And I said, yeah. So it's, you know, I've quite a bit of stress in my life. And I explained to him about the kidney stones and that. I said, oh, you know, that, that's... That he went, oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> he probably said that. He said, that's where you were probably got a lot of tenseness. And a lot of tenseness. Mm. Is that the phrase he used as yeah, a trained no, professional a, rubber? He's a doctor. He's definitely a doctor. So anyway, yeah. he said, do you relax much? You, you know, haven't you got any Lenore, have you? <laughs> I want these sheets to come out nice and soft. He said, do you, uh, you know, you should learn to meditate or something. He said, because you, you know, you, you're all tensed up. Mm. We're living in a stressful world, as I told me yeah. about it. So when I was telling him that I have problems relaxing, mm. he said, oh, he said that you're obviously the sort of person... Who's, who's gullible enough to spend 46 quid for this oh, hokum he said you're the sort of person whose brain is in charge of them rather than them being in charge of the so brain so all you did was you met a person as stupid as you <laughs> yeah no but I thought it's interesting that he's he, this is what he does for a living yeah and he picked up that was the first visit that's the first I'd only been there about 22 minutes yeah. you get half an hour for 48 quid right but uh, he, he picked up on that yeah. within like no, he saw right minutes. fucking sucker coming. No, he did pick up on that, yeah. <laughs> but okay. anyway, don't, the reason... Don't go to him again. The reason, uh, well, I am doing I've got locked into it. I've got to go at least another three times. Why? I'm trying what to get out of it. I don't know. I didn't realise that you have to have a minimum amount of things. So what I'm saying I can't is, wait. Well, what's the wisdom he's going to come up with next week? That'll be brilliant. I will kind of... Yeah. No, but what I'm saying Your is, blood's paranoid. <laughs> we were talking... You've got jealous bones. <laughs> You're the sort of person whose stomach's hungrier than you. <laughs> what absolute fucking nonsense. Yeah. Do you know like how we were talking about eyes, weren't we? 
He said, <laughs> uh, he said, the thing is, you know, you've got to be able to relax and uh, the way to do it is to focus. Right? He said, mm. uh, I said, what do you mean? He said, when you go to sleep... You're the sort of person whose eyes can see further than you can. <laughs> he said, when you go to sleep... Uh, Close your eyes and see... <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just leaving but, them open staring at the ceiling. Carl, keep breathing. <laughs> yeah, keep breathing. Close your eyes. You're not dead. It may seem like it, but you're not. You're just asleep. So he said... Uh, oh, fuck me. He said, he said, what you've got to do when you go to sleep, focus on your toe. Right? <laughs> Okay. He said, and just think about no, nothing else. He, I said, he's a witch. <laughs> didn't he? Did, did he say you didn't put a toad under the bed? No, he just said, focus on the toe and mm. uh, see how you go on and what have you. Next time you come in, let me know. Anyway, I gave this a go, focusing on the toe. Uh, so what does this mean? You mean you sat in bed staring at your toes? No, this is it. He, he said, like lie down, shut it. your eyes, and and sort of look at it, sort of thing. So I was lying there. And it just wasn't working because. Oh, Carl, this isn't medicine. Because I was. You were, even though you were thinking eyes, of a finger. Well, no. It, <laughs> <laughs> he found out he was thinking of someone else's toe. Yeah. Next it day, someone work. called up and said, Carl, yeah. my toe's better. Yeah. No, the problem was, I was still using my eyes even though I had them shut. You were still What does that mean? I was straining them. <laughs> I had them shut, but I was sort of looking down at me. You were trying to see through your eyelids at your toe. Well, I was, oh, I was looking down, so I'm thinking that's where the foot is. <laughs> because of that, I was straining them and they were stinging, so I had to pack it in. I'm gonna die. I am going to die. Right. So if anything, okay. this guy's just made your stress levels worse. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, if someone out there's listening, um, could could you put in order the top uh, ten most stupid things Carl's ever said? And to me, that is number one. That is now number. Well, that that's overtaken. Uh, uh, is your brain in charge of you, or is you in charge of your brain? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> The jingle there to announce a yet another reading from Carl Pilkington's diary. Um, when are you going to write until, Carl? What have you got you going to do? I've got to do As far as December and then that's it? Uh, I don't know. When does the diary end? 31st of December, usually. Yeah. Do it the typical. Always the same. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when I'll do it till and then... Uh, why do that? Why just... Why be conformist? Why, why end on December? Why not end on... January the 31st. Weird that you should go... Don't be constrained to what the diary Please. says. Me mam called me to ask me to like... Fuck me, you're right. That like, look, that should be. Me mam called me to ask me to look in some of the magazine shops in London for a magazine that she can't find. It's called UFO Data. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I ain't heard of it. She said she's seen an advert for it in one of her ghost magazines. I love the fact that she can't even find the magazine about unidentified flying objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get, uh, we get a clue she there. She thinks, I think I saw something, but I don't know whether it was a magazine or not. <laughs> So we get uh, we get a clue there as to why you you uh, give any credence to this crap. Yeah, well, it's oh, you know, I mean, Mama Pilkington's into the same shit. There's a lot of space out there, isn't there? Mm. She said that this magazine has got news story about how Aldrin brackets astronaut has got some evidence that aliens exist. 
Yeah. I told her that I found out today that the days are about 36 minutes longer on Mars. We chatted about how this is how they are more advanced than us. Do you mean the Martians? Yeah, if they've, if they've got a longer day, that's more time that they're awake working on stuff. Right, yeah, we know that makes no difference at all. No, it does. Think about it. Think yeah. about it. Look, think about it. Six o'clock here. Yeah. People are going, see you tomorrow. I'm going home. They'll be going, oh, another half hour. They've got a longer day. Productive. <laughs> and that's why they're able to fly. That's why they're whizzing around. <laughs> it adds up, oh, it, over the years. Christ almighty, what drivel. Suzanne got in from work at 11.30. I told her about the UFOs in Mars. <laughs> she said she's too tired to chat. I said, does it mean aliens will be more tired than us, or do they get more sleep? I got no answer. <laughs> I love it when it Suzanne goes in. She never indulges no, you. No, it scares she... her. Anything with ghosts and UFOs, she sort of... It doesn't scare her, it, it bores her. her. No, it freaks her out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm knackered today and the face feels dry and spotty. Oh god, what's wrong? Oh, it starts off it starts <laughs> off moaning. The first thing he does is start moaning. He wakes up and goes, Oh fuck me, I didn't die. <laughs> oh god. I'm knackered today and the face feels dry and spotty. I think it's the change in water since being away. Or it could be all the <laughs> it could be all the Madeira cake I had yesterday. <laughs> I'm gonna burst. <laughs> that was I'm the gonna Madeira burst. cake. The Madeira cake dries you out, does it? <gasps> well, it's just quite fattening, isn't it? But I like it. It's one of my little pleasures. <laughs> oh, God, oh, I went for a wander about to try and find the UFO data magazine from a man. Mm. I didn't know which category to look under. There were too many magazines. I noticed how on the rude magazines, the women are being pretty rude on the cover, but on the gay magazines, it's just a fella <laughs> smiling, showing a bit of arse. <laughs> I don't know why gay blokes would buy it. Blokes have got their own knob to look at if they like knobs. <laughs> why were you looking at the gay magazine? No, I wasn't. It's just that oh, we you were. were. No, I, I well, you know you studied them. them. Yeah, because yeah, I was looking for UFO data. I don't yeah. know where they put it. I don't think you find evidence of other worlds down men's pants. Yeah, I don't think you want to boldly go where no man has ever gone before, Carl. I had no luck trying to find the UFO data magazine. I will try some other shops. He rather than he writes UFO data magazine every time. He can just put UFO mag. But no, no, but I, it you reminds want to be right. me. You want to be specific. Of, yeah. If I write stuff down, it means that I remember it more. Sure. Well, still looking for it. Got some posts from Oxfam. They're flogging animals for Africa again. They've got new animals in their catalogue now. They've got donkeys and alpacas. Donkeys 50 quid, alpacas 20 pounds. I don't know if this is a special rate or if I could get one from a ma'am. She's been saying how they've been missing having a pet since they had the cat put down. Sorry, you don't get it. If you buy that for someone, you don't get it. Yeah, but they're not bothered where they're going. Yes, as long they as do. Of course, they don't. They don't. They don't deliver them. It's not like they're in a warehouse wondering, uh, people, thinking, "I hope people buy this." They're going to put them out there. Yeah. They're, they're, but uh, at the end of the day, fifty quid's fifty quid, and they're not bothered. If they're right. sending an alpaca to Africa, yeah. and I'm saying, can you get one to London, to them that is less hassle. Right, Th that don't... Th Carl, that's not how it works. You can't just go and say, oh, I'll have one of them. They're not bothered. It's for charity. Carl, of course they are. You can't buy an alpaca for 20 quid. <laughs> Christ, oh my, plus posters and packaging, they're big bastards. Read about a pub that is getting some stick because they've stopped a horse going in. <laughs> it's been the horses regular for ages... But there's been some new owners who've taken over the pub and they said they're serving fresh fruit and don't want a horse in there anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
publish this diary there's some dynamite stuff we've got to publish the diary i mean this is never mind peeps can't we put this out next year or something with a special cd it's amazing you got you can't you can't keep this from the world carl i met suzanne after she finished work and we went for a brew in another cafe god jesus it's always having a brew in a cafe it's like a sitcom (laughs) suzanne said i looked tired and fed up I think it's because I ain't been sleeping. Or the Madeira cake, we don't know. <laughs> Always been going to every news agency in London, looking at gay magazines. <laughs> she taught me some way to breathe that will relax me. I wasn't feeling that relaxed, though, because the person behind the counter was banging about making a coffee. Noise stresses me out. I wonder if less deaf people die of stress than people with working ears do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the theories... It's the it theories. is such a noisy world, though, isn't it? It is. London is noisy, very noisy. I think just everywhere, just noise in general. They were yeah. saying how like every noise has been used at least five times or something. What do you mean? Because there's only so many noises in the world. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, there's only so many what noises. What do you mean every noise has been used five times? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. Because... I don't know. I have no idea. I've, I, every noise once has been used at least five times. There's only so many noises. It's like a piano, isn't there? There's only so many notes. Yeah. And there's only so many noises. Right. But because there's so much stuff... The same noises are being used again. I don't know what that means. <laughs> By whom? Who's reusing the noise? By whatever. So, so a like, woodpecker when it's woodpecking. Yeah, yeah. Some some birds make noises that would sound like a Ford Escort. Just because there's there's only so many noises that people can use. <laughs> what is he talking about? Noises are a byproduct outside yeah. an instrument. Yeah, noises and are a byproduct. They a machine. They don't go. What should we make this <laughs> noise? Make this machine. It, it makes the noise it makes yeah, when but, it's doing something. But why does it make that noise? Why not pick another noise? They don't pick well, the who's noise. Picking I know. The, noise? the printing what... press makes the noise because it's the sound of the thing yeah. going down. Yeah, you so know, printing... a hammer makes that noise because that's what it does. No one's going. Oh, can we make this make a different noise? No, it's it's a byproduct. I it's, know. So there's only so many noises. I don't know what you mean. You said the byproduct is because of something that's happening, right? But it's yeah. the physical action, isn't it? And the way that that impacts on the uh, the surrounding air, that's what no- you know how noises are manufactured. It's when, not a when, choice. When Stevenson yeah, dropped came and I went... <laughs> I went, can you make it go... It's what that's the noise it made. I know, but then... Say, like, a new frog comes out. Oh, for f- what do you mean a new frog comes out? They find a new type of frog, right. it makes a noise, and yeah. they'll go, yeah, I knew it was going to sound like that. What are you talking because about? Because there's only so many noises. Nothing, no, no animal comes out and makes, like, a weird noise, and you go, I've never heard that noise before. They go, oh, that sounds like a chicken, or it sounds like <laughs> a Ford Escort, or... <laughs> There's only so many what noises. What frog sounds like a Ford Escort? Well, no, there, there can't be many, because you've used Ford Escort twice <laughs> as an analogy here. So you're running out of noises. You've I come can't. up with chicken and escort so far. I can't explain But the problem it. is, a Ford Escort sounds a bit like an Austin Allegro. So I, I know, know, yeah, yeah. And a chicken, you're ripping off the turkey, you gun. Oh, chimpanzee that is competition time. <laughs>
I think my worry there is people might get confused with it because that jingle is very yeah. similar to the Monkey News jingle. There's aspects of it that's similar, yeah. Yeah. Some people might have just heard that and they might have just heard Chimpanzee and thought, oh, great, it's Monkey News. But Carl presumably is too lazy to have actually prepared any Monkey News. Oh, I've got some good news about Monkey News, actually. Have you? If you are craving Monkey News, then there is a special Monkey News poster in the, uh, in the CD, the three CD box set, um, the Ricky Gervais show. Got everything. It's got the, the twelve shows and MP3. It's got the best of, and it's got an extra hour of brand new material as well. And um, the reason we did it on CD is because uh, some people were saying I've heard about this, but I can't listen to it. I haven't got an iPod. I haven't got a computer. So uh, buy that for a friend who uh, who can't listen to these. It's the perfect Thanksgiving gift. It is the perfect Thanksgiving gift or Pancake Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've, uh, we've signed, um, one that's going to a lucky winner. We did a competition, uh, on the last podcast, um, to give away one of the CD box sets, the, uh, uh, World of Carl Pilkington, and, uh, we've signed that, and, um, Flannels of the Deep, uh, the new, uh, book in the series. Can you remind us, Rick, of the quiz question? The quiz question was, do you want these? <laughs> okay, and what was the correct answer? Uh, it was yes. Well, we've had, uh, it's amazing actually how many people didn't realise that was, we've had a lot of people saying no, uh, I'm not interested, um, who are you, why are you bothering me? But, um, amazingly, Rachel Bolland from, uh, Glasgow has got the correct answer, she said yes. Now then, we yeah. need a new question, Rick. Yeah, should we give those away again? <laughs> we give, let's give those away again, the same yeah. things again. Not obviously okay. these, we'll send these no, to Rachel. We'll get ones. Them, separate you set. get si so you get, do you, do you want a signed CD, the World Cup Hilton and Flannimals of the Deep, okay? Plus, we can also add to that, Rick, the forthcoming extras script book. Ah, not just a script book, Steve. No. It's got some wonderful pictures, but that taken by Rich Hardcastle of, um, people like Ben Stiller and Sam Jackson and Kate Winslet behind the scenes. In their off-duty moments. And it's brilliant. It's really good. We'll put some pictures up on the website. Go to rickygervais.com and you'll see, you'll see what you could, uh, we'd be winning. Yeah. Yeah? So we've okay. got that perfect collection of stuff, but we need a new quiz question. Okay. Um, okay, th th so, so those prizes, uh, does someone else want them? Does someone else want them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if you know the answer to that, then get in touch. Podcast at rickygervais.com. Good luck. It's a tricky one. Oh, good luck anyway, because I never read the emails. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end of, uh, the second in this, uh, series of three special podcasts. That was the end of the Thanksgiving edition, uh, with me, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant. See ya. And Carl Pilkington. All right. Thank you to Positive Internet, the guys that host this podcast. They're doing a great job. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. <laughs>